Hi, everyone. You're now listening to episode 38 of the Tilt to the Podcast, hosted by me, Tabriz. And me, Faisal. Welcome back. A new episode and a new year. New Happy new year. year. Yeah. Happy, Happy new, new year, year everyone. everyone. Yeah. yeah. Happy new year. Waltzing into 2022. I'm walking in as the basically as the walking COVID antibody. You, yep, my yep. man. You, my man. Yep. It's got me down. <laughs> it's, it's finally, finally caught up with me. Exactly. It's finally caught really up. It's really ugly Ed. It is. I mean, we've both we've both been caught down. Again, for any eagle, eagle-eared listeners, you'll hear that nice. we're yeah, you like what I did there, but you'll hear again different format we've got going on today. We're again by Zoom, obviously due to COVID, due to isolation. Um, again, COVID ain't ain't stopping us, ain't holding us down. We're back. It isn't. It isn't. New year, like we said, more content, and looking forward to this one. I feel like we've got a lot to say, a lot to cover. We're finally in. Uh... In that halfway point of the season, the January transfer window. And it's going to be a bloody big one. It is going to be a bloody big one. It has so, to be. It yeah. has to be. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Let's let's get into that. But first, I do want to make a genuine uh, you know, call out and just wish everyone, I hope everyone had a safe but a very Merry Christmas uh, and a really, really happy new year. Um, I hope 2022 finally brings the end to this bloody pandemic uh yeah and, and the blues finally get promoted back to the promised land that would be nice that would be nice <laughs> fingers crossed fingers crossed but yeah again and i just want to say and also a massive thank you to all the listeners that have been listening to us throughout 2021 uh yeah your support messages everything your interaction I think I speak for you, Faze, and just say we massively appreciate it and best part of it all. So again, to all the Blue Nose community and any listeners, huge thank you. I don't think you understand how much it means to both of us. Yeah, I'm trying to stop myself uh, from sniffling there, but um, no, it's true. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. We only started, what, middle of last year? And to think about yeah. all, you know, the support and and all the messages we've had from from like-minded blue noses it's it's crazy i mean it's exactly what we wanted and to think only what six months ago we've started and to where we are already yeah it's crazy well yeah it is it's completely exceeded where we thought you know we'd be now um and yeah amazing how many well you know we've genuinely made so many friendships from people yeah, who've you know sure reached out to us just through listening to the podcast so again definitely 2022 we've got a lot of things planned a lot of exciting things and we just want to continue to build on the platform that we've got and again get as yep. many of you listeners and blue noses involved so definitely check us out on our socials and please do you know our dms are always open please reach out and let us know what you think as well we love having you know little debates and it's, it's part and parcel of it so definitely Hit us up on social media. So, plug. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at the Tilton Two. Yep, and on our Twitter and Facebook at the Tilton Two. Did I get you like mid sip then? No, you got oh. me mid uh, snot swallow. Actually, <laughs> if you must know. Oh God! 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rona, man. Rona. Yeah, I know, man. It's got you. It's finally got you. You would di- yeah, duck, finally weird it's dip, ugly head. dive and dodge in it. And then yeah, yeah. Boxing Day took... The five commandments, <laughs> mate. Listen, Boxing Day took a good man down, is all I will say. It did. Took it a did. good man down. But, you know, did. You, 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 you're coming out the back of it, hopefully, now. So, hopefully, you know, yeah. I yeah. just... Uh, I need to get that Negative. line across T <laughs> going, basically. Keeps rearing its ugly head as well. It'll happen. It'll happen. The lateral mm. flows, mate. The last time I do a lateral flow, thank God for that. <laughs> right. Let's get straight into it. There's a lot to say. There is a lot to say this week. So let's start with the news. Before we get into the, the game, we obviously had some postponements. We had the Boxing Day yep. game postponed against Fulham, which is probably a good thing. It saved us from another battering. Yeah. And then oh. we had the Peterborough game postponed as well, midweek. And then, obviously, we just had QPR. So, yeah, that's the news. I had a thought train there, which has completely left me. But I know, I was going to say, <laughs> I think what you're we trying move, to say is... We move on. I think, yeah. I think what you're trying to say is those two games are postponed, but then, obviously... In my mind, the first thing that comes to my head is that was the exit of Riley McGree. We didn't even get to see him. We were going to see what oh, was mate, last home game. That was so smooth. Just just to let you, just got to tell I know, you. I just, you I'll, not... I'll take over here. Yeah, yeah, My yeah, corona yeah. rattled brain <laughs> still works somehow. I know, maybe um, this is the long effects for me, mate. Yeah, exactly. You got long COVID. But, <laughs> oh, um, don't even put that out there. Don't even put but, that out yeah. there. I know we've we've got cursed words as well, so we better be careful yeah. with how we uh, with how we speak. I know, I know. But, but yeah, Riley but yeah, McGree, Riley McGree, Riley, Riley McGree. McGree. I mean, all all we got to see of him in the end was a, uh, I wouldn't even say heartfelt, but you know, sort of a uh, what was it? A little message on on social media of him yeah. just just saying yeah. his goodbyes. But YouTube is a shame as well. It is a shame. I did I did want to see him, obviously give a proper send off uh, even though he's leaving us uh, it would have been good just to see you know a last game with him actually playing but yeah yeah definitely wasn't to be in the end no especially with just how good he's been for yeah, us I mean, he this has season, been unbelievable been, yeah, a revelation it? really I mean compared to what he was I always thought he was a baller you know last season but this season I mean yeah you've seen how much he's stepped up to the mark since Chong's out it's uh, a different player to be fair yeah I don't even know what kind of got into him because you mm. said you've always thought he was a bit of a baller I remember coming on the podcast saying I don't even want him when he signed you know for the loan this season because I was yeah, thinking yeah, yeah. he's a yeah. good player don't get me wrong like he's been he's you know he's obviously can play football but last season I don't think he showed us much he was gone missing in all the games yeah. to be fair yeah. didn't have didn't huge impact yeah not at all and I was coming from the standpoint of I want us to build you know some real solid foundations do you really need a player who's going to be a very well? This is what I thought anyway. Coming into this season, who's going to be a very bit part player? You know, why do we need him? And only be there for what six months? Exactly. Anyway. What's the point? Well, you're building a team. You know, you know. I want to build a solid core in this team now. <coughs> and I just thought, yeah, yeah, just yeah, okay, take him on. But I don't think we need him. And yeah, but man, I absolutely. Absolutely, eat my words because I know yeah. similar to Sarkic, we have to eat our words. Hundred percent humble pie, humble pie. But I will eat humble pie all day of the week when it comes to like you know these players playing 
the way they oh, are for blues. You know what I mean? Blues, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'll take it all day. So, yeah, I mean, look at, you know, we've said it so many times, Chong, he is just next level and was next level for us when he was playing, you know, fit and healthy. And then as soon as he went out, we were both definitely head in hands thinking, wow, this is huge. You know, what is, what's going to happen now, that cam roll? We knew Riley McGree was going to, you know, come in and play that position, but I wasn't thinking much at all. I was just, well, I was just thinking, yeah, it's going to be again last season. It's going to be, a, you know, a position that needs strengthening. Mm. And he just literally took the role on his back and just got better and better yeah, and better did. and better each game. You saw his confidence. You know, I mean, just look at the Cardiff game, you know, last two assists. Yeah. You know, and the goals he scored, I think, you know, he hasn't got loads of goals, but three goals he's got in a blue shirt, I think it is. Important goals. Yep. And like I said, just really, really grew into that position. I think Charlotte, his parent club, have got a proper player on their hands now. You can yeah, you I mean, thank Birmingham City on that later. Yeah, I think... Um... Especially in that league, I reckon he should. Anyway, he should or He's could too good for that it, league. So. I think he is. He is. I think it's a but bit it's of his a choice, mate. bummer. It's his choice. Well, I don't even know if it is his choice, really, because I think it is definitely Charlotte's. I personally think, from what I've heard, what I've seen, rumours, is that you know he loved the club, almost wanted to stay, but obviously a contract's a contract, and. Let's be real. It's Rona season here and it's freezing cold. I think Charlotte probably, on a personal level, probably seems pretty appealing. <laughs> but, you know, wish him all the best. I'm definitely going to keep mm. an eye out on him because, yeah, he's completely turned me into... I wouldn't... I've never not liked him, but I'm definitely... I rate him very highly now as a, as a, as a footballer. So, yeah, all the best, Riley McGree. But... All the best. Yeah. Wow, you sounded really excited and you know really genuine. I know. I was just, I was literally just thinking of how little attention I'm going to be paying to the MLS. <laughs> oh right, you've <laughs> while got you to were saying that, I was, while you were saying that, I was literally just thinking in my head. Uh, yeah, I don't think I will be keeping up with the MLS. Actually, it's very unlikely. Well, <laughs> at least very unlikely. At least you're being honest. I'm being honest. Bit, I'm just being honest. Yeah, yeah it's always best honest. to be honest. Honesty is the best policy. So. I'd lo- I mean, yeah, you're making me second guess now. I'd like to think I'm going to keep up to date. And if he comes up on Sky on Sports Ryan News, by all means. Oh, oh my low. God. Oh, is yeah, that, is that, it's that low. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. You're not even following on Insta. Uh, I don't know if I'm following him already. Yeah. <laughs> right. Coming back to my original point. So Chong goes out. I'm thinking, wow, it's a position that needs to be strengthened. Riley McGree comes in out of nowhere, fills that spot. Yep. Now he's gone. Yep. A big gaping hole. Even bigger gaping hole. That hole just gaped a little <laughs> bit bigger. A little bit larger. Please, no. I know. Exactly. No more gape, please. <laughs> For the love of gape. Hold back on the gape. But, and this is huge now. Like This is, this is a huge problem that we need to fix. We've got no one else that can play that cam role. Yeah. I, I personally, and I will go on record to say that, especially at the championship level. We saw the young lad Hall make his debut um, just against QPR. We'll go into the game in a bit, but 
we need to strengthen that composition or that attacking yeah, I mean, the midfielder. The we've got at the minute is Gary Gardner, isn't it? That's the only yeah. senior player who I can think of who has played in a cam role. But we've also seen Otherwise, when he plays at yeah, cam I don't role, think he performs. It's not, I don't it's, think not he a, does. it's not a pretty sight, really. That's just not his game. He'll no, drive, but he drives from deeper in the midfield. And yep. I don't really think, you know, those those balls in the final third you want, you know, from your cam to unlock a defence, you know, put your strikers in, play it wide. That's not that's not Gary Gardner's game. He's a really nitty-gritty player. So, yeah, it's just that problem we had with Chong being out. It's just been, you know, times by 10 now. And, yeah, Bo, yeah. Is going to have to really pull it out of the bag. You know, it's a gaping hole. And I mean, just looking at the team sheet for, you know, the game against QPR, you just, it screams how thin our squad actually is. Yeah, I mean, we're like literally like a block of cheese with holes in it. I mean, I look around <laughs> the team, it's crazy. Like, I mean, we can get into the next one. And it's just worse, Big isn't news. it, by coronavirus. So, yeah, go on, you go. Well, I was going to say, we heard obviously after the QPR game, Deion Sanderson's been recalled. So yeah, exactly. you talk about gaping holes. <laughs> I know, we've got another gape at the back. We've got another gape and that's in front of the goal now. So, uh, yeah, yeah it's... It, it's getting bad. It I mean, we knew bad. this could have potentially been on the cards because it's been rumoured for a while that, you know, Wolves might be looking to take him back because they've got some, I think, was it Sais? is away with Morocco and the African Cup of Nations and obviously with mm. COVID. So there was always the rumours. But yeah, I mean, he played the QPR game and I was there and I thought he was brilliant. Again, you know, he's consistently very good. Um, so yeah, to lose him and just like that as well, it literally felt like the rug being pulled from under. That sounds very dramatic. But it did, you know, it felt bloody hell. <sighs> we just lost and now we've lost him as well. We've lost Riley McGree. Yeah. You know, we've got players that, you know, are, are battling COVID and it's, I don't think it's going to get any better, COVID. It's, you know, so, yeah, it's just, it, yeah, it's a tough, it's another tough time for Blues. You know, but a really yeah, I mean, tough the main, time. The main, the main tough thing is, obviously, we're in the January, January transfer window, but how much actually gets achieved? I mean, we spoke about this the whole season pretty much and it's only got more evident sort of as we're coming into December, obviously the end of December, how much funds do we have? How yeah. much leg room do we have? How much actual marketability do we have to other players that we're going to bring in? Yeah. yeah. Like for like even, you know. Exactly. We're not talking about even bringing in better players here. We're talking about are we even going to be able to get like for like? And to be honest, the position we're in at the moment, I don't think we look too appetising for, for anyone, really, unless no. you're looking at, you know, leagues below. Mm. And even then, even then, you're looking at players who aren't getting sniffed around, probably, to uh, to come to us. So I don't know how, I don't know how you are going to fill the hole of McGree or Sanderson at the moment. Um, no, and they're just dead two positions at the very least we need to yeah. fill, just to be able to keep yeah, being Look competitive. Yeah, oh mate, we'll get on to that. But you know, just for us to be competitive with no injuries, right? We need a centre back and we need yeah. an attacking midfielder, especially with the way Boya plays. We know now it's been 
it's set in stone pretty much. Boya is stubborn when it comes to that formation. He ain't going to change. Well, he's, he's just obviously just that. a one-plan man. That's it. He just he has been clearly. Uh, mm. We've all been fooling ourselves if we think he's going to change it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's it's crazy. I mean, so yeah. Another thing is, come on. It's even more compounded by the fact that, I mean, we spoke about it what a couple of weeks ago now. Harley Dean's basically being pushed out the door. Yeah, yeah, but we don't know really the powers that are pushing him out the door. As in, you know, we said it in our last episode, wasn't it? Saying that, you know, there are rumours going around that he's, mm. you know, almost like a toxic part yeah, of that yeah, squad. Which is fair and, which is fair you know, enough. if it is that is the case, then, yeah, he needs to go. But, again, I've been on record saying, you know, again, it's just rumours him being this toxic player. But I didn't want to see him leave just because our squad can't get any thinner. Like you said, well, it is the like for that. like, the like for like is hard. But I just want to touch on a point before even I bloody forget. So you were saying like Blues doesn't look like a very appetizing, you know, place to come. At 100%, I agree. On a player level, I'd be looking at it as well. If I'm a championship player or I'm a young Premier League player and there's going to be a few offers on the table probably. Am I looking at Birmingham City and thinking, yeah, let's go to that? No, I'm looking at look at that bloody sinking ship. Yep. But Lee Bowie has come out, and I think it's quite interesting. And it does make sense in a way. It might not look so appetizing to the players, you know, immediately when you look at Lee, when you look at Birmingham City and you look at, you know, our league position and what's going on behind the scenes. But he was saying, you know, the reputation he's got and the club's having at the minute with, you know, lone players and how much they're improving. And he's come out and said in an interview that, you know, he's actually got clubs calling him, offering him players because they know or they think, you know, from what they've seen with, you know, the likes of Chong, other youth players that we've had, you know, what Bowie can can do and can improve them and what Birmingham City can do to improve them. And I think that's really interesting. And that brings me onto the point of Sanderson's replacement. And mm. it's been pretty hot on the press really as soon as Sanderson went back or you know the news broke yesterday literally after the game that Sanderson was going back Ted Mengi, I hope I'm saying that right he's been you know very very heavily linked and I think it's pretty much a done deal um, from what we're seeing you know it's probably going to be announced in the next couple of days so he's a, a centre-back from Manchester United yeah. uh, and last season he was he was on loan at Derby I think he I don't think he played a whole lot of games, but that wasn't out of any fault of his own. I think he got an you know an injury. I think he I think he played something like nine games for Derby last season, did pretty well. And Rooney's come out on record and said, you know, how 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 good he was for Derby. So, you know, you're saying well, it just echoes my point that, you know, like Bowie says, you know, might not look so attractive to, you know, a player's standpoint, but these big clubs or other clubs out there might be looking at Birmingham City and it might be attractive for them, you know, to think, mm. well, he's going to get, like this Mengi, he's, he is going to get playtime for us. I just hope yeah, he's bloody good, he's... you know. Yeah, so... I mean, I know he's a, uh, he's a he's another football manager wonder kid. That's about <laughs> the only experience I've got with him. Um, But yeah, I mean, to me, that that just shows I think we've definitely got like a good working relationship with Man United and, and yeah. you know clearly with Chong, yeah with the likes of Chong and, yeah. and Mengi now 
uh, if we do secure it anyway. And obviously, maybe teams like Wolves, clearly, you know, we've had Sarkic, we've had Sanderson. Mm. But does that does that secure us a cam? Does that secure us a left wing back? You know, yeah, we we yeah. might. I guess what put a peg in in the centre back position. Hopefully, by yeah. getting a player like this Mengi. But again, if one of these players gets injured, if Mengi gets injured, I mean, we're looking very thin again in centre back. I yeah, mean, that's what we if said. He comes along. It's just I don't know. At the start of this season, I honestly thought. We've got mad depth in our squad. You know, on paper, yeah, I used to look at it and think, yeah, but I didn't expect this many injuries to occur. COVID's one thing, that's fine. You can't do anything about that. If if COVID comes into your squad, yeah, that's fine. Have, a, have an mm. 11 of young players, who knows? But yeah. the amount of injuries that we've had, I mean, I've spoke to you about this in private. Yeah. It doesn't, something doesn't seem right to me in terms of the training or whatever it is. Um, I mean, we just can't afford it. And look at what it's doing to us now, coming into the January mm. transfer window. Obviously, we've had players going out and stuff, but on top of the injuries, honestly, I don't see how this goes well. I really don't. With this Menge, yeah, that's yep. positive news, but we need to see a lot more. We need to see a lot more than this in the next few weeks. 100%. And, you know, we've already seen that, I mean, there's just so many downers, you know, talking about, you know, like you said, the centre-backs. Okay, we bring Mengi in. Harley Dean goes out. You're literally yep. looking, you know, look how we started against QPR. We started with, let's just look at the three, forget the wing-backs. And remember, Friend. like you're saying, we played three centre-backs. That's it, that's what I'm saying. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy, but look at it. Just look at it for a second. You've got the three centre-backs, and this is just at QPR. Sanderson, so we'll swap Sanderson out for Mengi, yep. Friend and Pedersen. Roberts, yep. right, is on the bench at the minute or, you know, is fighting COVID, whatever. So there's one defender on the bench there that's going to give you, you know, some depth, right? Harley Dean's going in January. Pedersen, we know, could be going. And if he's going to go at the end of the season, it isn't going to sign a contract. I'd rather get rid of him now. So we get yeah, some yeah, money for get him. A little dosh. So you're literally talking. Take Pe- take take Harley Dean out, and take Pedersen out, right? Because I genuinely think Pedersen's probably going to go this January, mate. We haven't got anyone on the bench there because Roberts comes in to fill that one spot. Yep. Do you know what I mean? And you're looking at George Friend there, who isn't the youngest player i don't want oh, to see no, george no, friend play 90 minutes yeah. every yeah, every yeah. week because he's don't gonna, think he's, he's gonna get injured at all and then mark roberts as well mark roberts is brilliant it <laughs> has been brilliant but i also want to see him have, yeah. a, have a rest he's 31 and the championship season is as as packed as it is it's just it's crazy right this is what i'm saying just to be competitive we need one center back and yep. one cam that's just to be competitive that is not to to do anything in the league. That's just to be able to field a team, pretty much, that can play. Yep. Yep. So, you know, again, like I said, I see Pedersen going. And if he ain't going to sign a contract, get rid of him. Because I love him as a player. I think he's brilliant. I do. But we need, to, we need the money. If he wants to go, see you later. Dean's definitely gone. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It gets worse the more I talk about it. But yeah. 
Lee Bowie, Craig Garner, it's going to be a very stressful month for them too. It is. Craigie Boy needs to get on the blower. I think Craigie Troy Boy Deeney probably Deeney is on the get, bloody gunner. Troy Deeney oh. needs to get on the blower. I know. Get some of your said, connections about I know, me. yeah, 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 exactly. Do something for us, Troy, please. Do mate. something. We're in, yeah, we're in I mean, turmoil. We need, we need Jesus. <laughs> what we need. We need some milk. Exactly. But, but you know. Well, let's 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 make the situation even worse now. <laughs> let's put it even on oh a God, more of actually, a downer. We're gonna actually talk yeah. about us on the field, or not? Not not just yet. There's okay, just good. one tiny oh, bit I want to also raise. Yeah, and that is um, what we saw. So a post come out on I saw it on Blues Focus, mm. and it was talking about us. You know letting go of some of the big earners to make room basically for the books and you know blah 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 as you can imagine the two names that they'd posted oh, from yeah, a source a they'd seen it is a joke you know blues focus you know they're generally pretty good and they wouldn't post something unless they'd heard it and they've heard it from a source right the two bloody names that you know have been stated ivan sanchez and ivan sunjic and that just blew my blew my mind when I read that and I saw that I could not believe it like Ivan mm. Sanchez I love we both love how many how yep. many times Spanish we spoke magician. about the yeah the wing wizard that is yeah I mean it's just we Sanchez, don't see him right? now so we don't get a chance to uh, no. hype the man up yeah but exactly. still love you still love you absolutely and he's a baller and whoever he, if he did leave whoever he goes to I'll put it on record you're getting a player and a half there but him leaving, I do not want to see that in any way, shape, or form. But I can get it. Right? Yeah, I get it's more it. understandable. Okay? He doesn't play, so yeah, how could we it. miss him? Yeah, you know exactly. I, mean? I get it, right? Sunjic, what are you doing? You know, like, what are you doing? If this is true, and they're genuinely thinking about getting Sunjic off the books, I don't know what is going on at the club. I really don't. Yep. I don't have yep. a clue. And we're just doomed. Absolutely doomed. Yep. Not saying that he's our best player, but man, you lose Sunjic in the middle and it just makes everything a lot worse. You yeah, cannot knock the player's work rate. Gives 110% every time. He's young. What are we doing? If he goes, man, it really will be the round of 2022, that next podcast. Yeah, it will. I mean, it, it's it's hard to say really because Sunjic is a double edged sword. Like some games he's on and off, but he always does give you that consistency of work rate and he yeah. would be sorely missed. There's no denying it. No matter what wage he's taking up and all that, understandable. But I just don't see how he's the target to take out of the team. I really yeah. don't see players like Dean, Harley Dean, yeah, okay, that's acceptable. That is more understandable. Ivan Sanchez, yeah. Hmm. Ivan Sunjic, I mean, we're talking about a central midfielder here who plays every game, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, we're talking, like I said, the area of the field that we're talking about here. I don't think we've got much spare room where no. we've lost McGree. Yeah. What, we're going to just have Gardner and Woods now? Is that it? I know. And then Jordan James. And He's Jordan a 17-year-old exactly. lad. You know, you're putting he's done, a lot he's done of all right, but well, yeah, exactly I think he's doing that. very, very well. I'm going to get onto that. You know, but... he's, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, um, and it's in a, I don't want to a... say too much because I'm hoping it's not true. I'm just, yeah, I'm neither do I, it's but it's worth, and all that, yeah. so nothing actually happens, but it's definitely worth, yeah, 
it's worth paying attention to just just keep an eye on basically and see what what truth there is to it i know exactly exactly you know the yeah. championship I mean, such I'd, a I'd... physical physical league you see yeah we watch it every week you know you the games are, are won and lost in that midfield so mm. you know i don't know honestly i lost for words really when i saw it and i lost for words now if we lose him it's just it's stupidity especially where we yeah, are in the I season. Mean, At least I'd, you really want to get rid of him. Wait to summer, right? So you can do a real rejig. Don't do yeah, that I stupidness mean, that's now. exactly what it is. That, that to me, if you are looking at genuinely getting Sunjic out to clear the books or whatever, surely you've got an action plan in mind. Like surely yeah. you've got players in mind or you've got the plan, the plan in your head of where that extra capital's going. You've exactly. got to... And it screams to me that it's it's almost a rejigging of the whole squad at that point, like no, you said there, because surely unless you're getting a like for like player of just some workhorse in the middle, you're gonna have to play differently. Because that is what Sunjic offers. He offers that player who just runs around the middle, he tries mm. to break up play. You know, he's not exactly the best technical passer or anything like that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know yeah, um, how you're going to try and fit someone else into the game plan and all that stuff. It's crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, to me, it just screams like panic, panic stations, yeah. to be honest. Like what's happening again? Once again, what have you lot done to the books where you're thinking, right, shit, we need to get X, Y, and Z gone. And one of them is Sunjic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It just screams again. Yeah, panic stations. It doesn't seem mm. like it's a decision if he does go or these big, you know, big players like Sunjic, you know, go. It doesn't seem like it would be a decision made by Boya. I know Boya likes Sunjic. So it seems like it's probably something that's being driven and forced to him, you know, from up above. And I hate that. It's just, again, you know, we're not turning any pages here. It's just the same crap of Trillion Trophy, you know, with the management, you know, so... Yeah, anyway, the less said about that, the better. We will just keep eagle eyes on um, on the transfer window and see what happens. Hopefully we don't have too Definitely. many outgoings. We, you know, we, we generally can't afford it. Right, on to the game. So I went on with Jack Jones to the game because someone was in isolation. Yep, and yep. yeah, as if, it was, well, as if it wasn't bad enough, mate. You know, I was thinking, get to the ground early. It's already hard getting into the ground on time for mm. us. But let alone when you've got to show these bloody negative tests. But oh, no, pretty smooth. Flows. Yeah, pretty smooth. I'll give them that. Not that they were really looking. I literally passed, showed my, flicked my phone to the guy. Didn't look at all. So a lot of good that is. A lot of fat good that is. But... I spoke to you, didn't I? As soon as the lineup was announced, I gave you a quick message, and yeah, yeah it was definitely very interesting. So let's run through it. It was. I'll, it was. I'll go through it then. So in goal, Sarkic, and he didn't the finish boy, the, the boy. He, and he didn't finish the bloody game. We'll get into that. Crazy. Back three: Sanderson, farewell. Friend, Pedersen. Wing backs: Colin and Castillo. Oh, oh that Castillo. was huge when I saw that. Oh no. Anyway, again, we'll get into that. That absolute mess. Right. Gardner, 
Sunjic and James in the midfield. And then we had Troy Deeney and, um, and Hall. I don't really know where Hall was playing. I don't know if he was playing as the cam or if he was playing like maybe he's like a false number nine, to be honest. But yeah, that's the way we lined up. Mm. I knew it was going to be a bloody tough game. We knew it coming in. We saw we were at QPR away earlier on in the season and we know what they can do. They're a high-flying team. That yep. chair absolutely ripped us apart. So the only positive I saw really from their line was that he weren't playing. But our team, as you said, there was, you know, a bit of a shot really. When we saw Castillo on the team sheet. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't just us who were worried about that one. I had numerous messages coming through on you know, our social media and through to my phone, you know, of fellow Blue Noses all saying the same thing, all worried about Castillo, to be honest. And, you know... Mate, I mean, as soon as I saw that name on the, on the team sheet, to be honest, I thought, yep, yeah, that's a loss. Literally, yeah. that's what ran through my head. I mean, yeah. It I makes mean, our defence 10 times weaker seeing that. Man, absolutely. And you're right to think that. We're going to get onto it. Jordan James in midfield. I don't even know why I'm saying his name. Oh, I love him as a player. I think he's really good. Again, I'll give you the reasons why I think that. But, you know, what I'm trying to say is him and Hall as well. Hall playing, you know, a very, you know, a, a position up the field. I knew it's going to be tough on him because he's supporting Deeney. Uh, and I was just, again, a little bit apprehensive. I know he's a really young lad. It's his first senior appearance in the, you know, in the first team against pretty QPR. Do you know what I mean? It's not not an easy task for him. So mm. again, no disrespect to him, but it was, you know, I was thinking pretty out, is this going to work well? Is this going to go bad? You know, is it going to be a really weak point? Are we going to have much going forward? Um, so, you know, those are the real talking points for me. Amazing to see Colin back starting, you know, um, and he, he definitely didn't disappoint. So let's get straight into, into the actual game. So started off, and I think, to be honest, we started off pretty bright. We looked good on the ball. You know, defensively, we were good. We were sound. I was really impressed in the first, I don't know, 10, 10 minutes, to be honest, of... Uh, Jordan James, I thought he was really, really good. You know, calm, composed on the ball. And just really good to see, you know, all the things that we've kind of, we've we've seen him do. He goes kind of quiet. Mm. But, you know, he kind of looked really up for it. Yeah, and it, I mean, you know, that's, the, that's the only criticism I've had of James, to be fair. I've always thought he's... He starts the games off quite strong. I mean, obviously, I wasn't there for this one. He probably, mm. from the sounds of it, he had a... Even better I think game he played than usual. Really, I think he played very well. I think that's the best I've seen him play in a blue shirt, being completely honest, yeah. if you look at the whole game. But, you know. but yeah, that's the thing. He does, he he has in the past anyway. The only criticism is that he has like, you know, sort of towards 70, 60, 70 minutes. He just doesn't seem to be on the pitch almost. Yeah, yeah. And let's uh, to be fair to him, you know, there was a little bit of that in the second half. Well, the second... How do you say it without being uh, The second half of the, the second, second half? No, the second half of the first half. Okay. That's what okay. I'm saying. Yeah, see, <laughs> very confusing, right? But, so we were looking good. It was a, it, you know, they didn't really look like they were giving us too much trouble, but we were kind of, 
you know, we we just weren't really giving much going forward. We right? were being we blues, were, basically. Exactly. We were being blues, blues doing blues things. And it wasn't long until, you know, they basically capitalised on it. So Mate, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't minutes, long at all, was it? Yeah, it was not long 14 minutes, you know, a lapse of, you know, was it a lapse? I mean, it was. I mean, you could see it. You could see it was coming. And who was it? It was bloody Adoma who scores, you know. And what I was, think was it? George, like just a, what, across, their mountain pressure a, or what? Yeah, I think it was like a cross across the goal. I think George Friend puts his foot out and mm. literally gets to touch. But it falls right into the path of Adoma who's just, um, you know, just come yeah, into the box. And he's just side-footed it. And, you know... You could look at it in two ways. You know, George Friend is really unlucky that the ball's fallen to Adoma, but you can also look at the other lads around him who just haven't reacted. Adoma's been the first one to react to it. And he's just side-footed it straight into the goal. And him, the Villa so-and-so, has made sure, you know, all the Blues fans and the whole of St. Andrews knows about it. Do you know what I mean? He's run over, mm. celebrating for the tilt and celebrating in front of the main stand. He's done it really Adi Bayor and run the whole length of the pitch over to the QPR fans, dancing and all of this in front of them. So that was Jeez. great. And then after that, we just fell into a pit of just crap, to be honest. We we were just we were just so standoffish, right? Again, QPR didn't really look like they were gonna cause us too many problems. But we just were so we'd get the ball and it looked like everyone was scared to go forward. Mm. And the particular culprit was Castillo. Bloody hell, man. Like, honestly, every time we touch the ball, and I think I'll speak for all the Blues fans, we all want to see him do well. He's a player for Blues. We all want to see him get on, push on, do good. But he's awful. Absolutely shocking. Every time the ball would come to him, he wouldn't drive forward at all. He's absolutely stationary. And he just passes it straight back to Pedersen. I mean, every single time, every single time. Ball comes to him, he's open, he shits himself and just passes it back. Every yeah. time, it killed it. It killed it. I never thought I'd say that. I'd rather have Bella playing there. I know yeah, Bella yeah. is, you know, the bad point of Bella there is obviously the defensive side, but Bella drives, drives forward. He's, he's, he's positive. Castillo, he didn't have the defence there. He looked like he was a complete passenger in the game. It looked like the players in the defence, you know, I saw George Friend going over to him a couple of times and having words. Obviously, I'm not, I can't hear what he's saying, but I can imagine they weren't the best of words at times. Mm. And it was just absolutely shocking. And by the end of it, you know, you could feel the atmosphere in the ground, you know, everyone's kind of on his back, which isn't great for him either. But, you know, it, it just, it was honestly, it was unavoidable. It was crazy. It was, yeah, he needed to go. You, you know, you just yeah. you can't do it. It's it's all yeah. I remember at uh, at half time <clears throat> getting a little message from you. No surprise, slating Castillo. Oh yeah, I and mean then, yeah. I mean if I'm not wrong, he I genuinely was subbed off, wasn't he? Uh, mate, at half time he comes at off. Half time. Yeah, and I mean honestly, it had everything. to be done. It had to be done. You know, the standard everything. Yeah, you know. It did. It was just, it was awful. And Blues, like I said, it stopped a lot of it. You know, we do. We're a team that go down the wings. Colin was yeah. brilliant. Colin was doing his normal thing, driving, beating players. But again, on that left wing, we were just dead. We were dead. The board go to At him the end and it day. would stop there. 
It would completely yeah, stop. That, and he wasn't it's... even in there. He wasn't even going into there. You know, that's what I'm saying. It's it's a team game at the end of the day. You can't just have if Colin's streaking up or doing what he has to do. If Castillo's sat hanging back or he's not on that same level, it's a massive hole in the team. Huge. That's what that's what makes football work. You know, the team yeah. working together. And it rubbed off. You can't have a goal like a, a hole like that. Yeah. You can't have a hole like that on that position it also rubbed off on the players and then you know some of the fans are getting on the back of you know let's say Pedersen Pedersen's that centre back at his side the ball's going back to Pedersen and everyone's then screaming come on Pedersen drive forward drive forward and and again I feel that frustration because I want the team to be driving forward but also be fair to Pedersen he's getting the ball when he shouldn't even be getting the ball that ball should be driving forward with Castillo be fair to him what can he really do? He's thinking, bloody I mean, hell, you, I've got the ball again. You know this as well. You, you know. know this as well. No matter what level of football you're at, this is exactly what I'm saying. When there's a hole like that, yeah, it's just horrible. all it takes is one player. Yeah, and it brings everything you know down. That everyone else has to step up. Then, yes, no matter what the, the position, carry that someone. Player, yeah, yeah, you've got to go above and you're beyond your duties. Then, like Pedersen, yeah. it's the same. To be fair, when Bella defensively. Yeah, Pedersen has to step up a bit more. Yeah, but it's more manageable, to be fair, because Bella does offer. Mm. I can imagine. I mean, obviously, I have. I didn't watch the game. Um, but yeah, I can just imagine for for a player like Pedersen, the feeling you would have in that game, the extra duties that he had defensively and attacking. Yeah. It's just absolutely the strain that goes on top of your head, especially when you're one nil down after 15 minutes. It's just the morale you wouldn't even want to play the rest of the game do you know what I mean you, no. your head would be hanging straight away exactly exactly you know imagine like I what said, the dressing room was like at half time oh, I, I hope that they were probably and, getting on him and saying to the gaffer like come on we need we need someone else in this I'm position sure it, need, I'm sure it was, it was that up here. it was that ugly I, I think yeah, it probably happened again in that formation the wing backs are so important if that wing back isn't bombing up and down we've got nothing on that wing at all Mate, it's so arguably remember, the most important position well, it is in, in that formation squad. in that formation in that it formation is. it is especially when you've got a player like Deeney or Juki at top or whoever yep. our target men and are the way, right? and the way that it's not even the formation the way that clearly Boya drills the team to play in that yeah. formation yeah. it's completely wing play it's not just the wingers supporting no. It's literally driven into those yeah. wing backs. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. It's it's instilled. It's literally instilled in the team. Mm. Yeah, it is. It it is one hundred percent. But what I was what I was saying was yeah. So he was just absolute dead weight. As I said, Jordan James started off the first ten minutes really well. <laughs> he then dropped mm. off, and like I said, we would you know we had a lot of the ball. And they weren't really causing us many issues, right? But again, we had nothing going forward. So it looked, you're going in a half time thinking, bloody hell, you know, what, where, where, where are these goals coming from? Our defense were fantastic. Bar Castillo, I have to say, George Friend was fantastic. Um, mm. Colin was fantastic. Sanderson was fantastic. Huge tackles by Sanderson. Huge tackles by George Friend. You know, really got everyone Probably going. Probably some frustration in there. Man, absolutely. And Pedersen was reliable and was playing really well. Always, always. So, you know, we go into half time, one nil down. You know, it is what it is. Second half, huge cheer for me. Castillo's taken off and Ryan Woods comes in. And yeah. what a difference that made straight away. 
How many times have we said it when Ryan Woods comes on? You yeah, know what you're going to get. Love, love him. Such a baller. And he is just the little midfield maestro. You know, he was running around like absolutely like anything. You know, some of his passing is just a joke. It's like, a know, joke. Yeah. It's literally like laser it. beam. Absolutely. And it's absolutely picture perfect you know but also just how calm he is on the ball it just trickles and ripples through the rest of the team jordan james then came into the game and man i'm telling you man this second half for him for me was the best i've ever seen him in the in the in the in a blue shirt he was fantastic he was like ryan woods you know really calm on the ball really reassured you know it's great sign when you're seeing the qpr players pulling on him tugging on him, mm. bringing him back down. You know, he had the confidence to beat a couple players. Some balls, he, some balls he put in, you know. It was just, oh, it was just lovely, you know. Um, yeah, I'm literally looking at the text I sent you. You know, there's one ball he put in. Um, Jordan James puts Deeney in, honestly. And then Deeney, you just a ball over the top. It's beautiful, beautiful ball. Deeney gets taken down and we get a fantastic free kick. You know, mm. didn't go the way we wanted it, but it's just outside the box. You know, God, if we had someone else who could take the free kick, if we had Bella, if we had Jordan, uh, what's his name? Bloody hell, I'm forgetting. Graham. Jordan Graham. Yeah. God, you know, we, we generally could have had that on target. So, oh. you know, it just, we looked, we looked good again. Do you know what I mean? We look good, but yeah. I mean, Ryan Woods, look, it's not the first time that it's happened. I don't see why we don't start him more because, yeah, I forgot exactly. now. Was it was it the Swansea game which we went to, which we saw he come on and mm. change the game then completely? Uh, I don't know if yeah. it was Swansea, but um, you know yeah, we've I'm seen sure. him make an impact off the bench. Even I don't know why we don't give him more backing because yeah. to me, his work rates through the roof. His passion is great. Mm. He almost reminds me a bit of like a little Kifton build, but. Well, he's, he's better than Kirsten Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's the even best, better at passing, you know. He's the best passer in our team by Country Mile. And he's oh, yeah. arguably one oh, of the best passers. Mall. He's arguably one of the best passers in that division, I'm telling you. Yeah, he's so, a class act. He really is he to is. me. Just at playing the simple football, just football that I like, he is great at it. And like we said, that ripple effect it has on the team, you saw everyone Definitely. kind of got way more comfortable and way more, you know, just like I said, you could feel that calm reassurance, like presence on that pitch. And it gave, mm. you know, he was sitting quite deep, but it gave, like I said, Jordan James, you know, the license to roam. And he yeah. came into his own. And like I said, I wanted to see more of that. This kid's 17. Like, yeah. yeah, you know, he really proved it to me. You know, he's... Yeah, I yeah, mean, he's that position, that position... You know, I don't know why we didn't probably start with Woods there because mm. Woods naturally sits pretty deep. He can go a bit more forward, but he naturally sits pretty yeah. deep. And yeah, he's yeah. great at opening up play for others. Like yeah. you mentioned in James there, mm. he's great at doing that. He's great mm. at facilitating others. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You know, but, you know, then going on to then they go and score a goal and it's just the wind out of your sails and you know two yeah. nil down and it's an unbelievable goal by Willick it really is beats a couple of players from where I'm sitting I just see him go past the sea of people in front of me all I then see is at the, the side of the net just honestly bulge it was an unbelievable goal he scored you know great finish you've got if it was a blues player the roof would come off of St Andrews mm. And you're just thinking, oh, God, 
you know, it's just right, absolutely, absolutely gutting. Yeah, absolutely gutting it was because we were looking good again. Chucks comes on. And again, you know, Chucks, you could see his presence. You could feel it. You know, he was hungry. You know, he was causing a nuisance. And a couple of minutes later, he goes and scores 75th minute. And he had a great, you know, it's just, oh, it's lovely finish. Have you seen it yet? No, I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, you need to see it. Um, ball comes in, cross. I think it might have been Collins cross. He chests it and just volleys it. And he, he took the roof mm. off that net. Honestly, beautiful. A bit right late. In right in front of me, man. Beautiful stuff. Everyone's going nuts, Chucks. I remember just texting your Chucks in capital letters. Yeah, I, know. I knew you'd know what happened. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I was just sat at home, literally refreshing the uh, yeah, 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 refreshing the Google page. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, he looked again. He looked good. I mean, I was saying to you, I need to check the highlights because the way I remember it, I hope it is the way I remember it, and I'm not, you know, making it up. But I know, yeah, it's like was so fabricated. The point, honestly, he's got he's back towards goal. He's just on the edge of the box. Ball comes in. It's like he's almost flicks it over the defender. He turns. He's literally in front of the goal at that point. And then the defender just comes and just boots him in the thigh. And he goes down. I'm screaming, penalty. Everyone's screaming, penalty. Nothing's given. Nothing's given. Mm. And he's on the floor. I need to go back and check the, the highlights. But honestly, again, it looked beautiful by him. You know, he was another player who had a point to prove, he felt. You know, he really was. And Bowie came out after the game, which is interesting, saying, you know, he put Chucks on the bench because, you know, he felt like, yeah, he'll make a bigger impact off the bench. And he definitely did. You know, it took us back to 2-1. He looked like if anyone's going to score, it's going to be Chucks. You know, it just, I guess, just wasn't enough. You know, again, we just weren't critical enough in the final third. And again, we just didn't look on the whole like scoring. You know, we had most mm. of the possession that game. We had 59% to their 41. We had more shots. You know, we had eight shots to their six. But I mean, look at these stats. We had one shot yeah, on target to their target. five. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it says it all. It's something that Blues need to work on. But, you know, yeah, on the whole, I mean, you know, they weren't, they weren't great that game. You know, and if we had a little bit more heard, about though. us... We could, you know, we should, you know, they were there, you know, they weren't the full firing well, team they I've were when seen, we were playing I've them away. Seen that apparently, from what what people have said of the Blue Nose, is it didn't look like we looked like particularly scoring or or winning yeah. the game at any point, really. No, which I'd, I'd that's agree. been the that has been the classic story and really the whole reason that we're in the position we're in at the minute for the last one probably two or three months mm. is literally game in game out that's what we look like yeah we, we end up what passing it side to side mm. not doing anything not creating chances and if we do get a goal it's either random mm. or or from a one little bit of good play but it's nothing that actually gets us wins is it yeah and, and it's, it's, we're it not seems to just enough. keep and carrying on we're not critical enough we're, we're not clinical enough and again yeah, i mean qpr are a good know. team like you said they are, they are flying they are. and that but but we should definitely be putting up more fights than what we are at the minute i mean definitely, definitely. You it's know. so bad when i know going into the game yeah that's another loss and or oh, you just feel it yeah exactly yeah you feel it you feel it yeah but you know, it's not the worst performance we've had. We just looked 
like I said, we were dominant on the ball, but nothing really going forward. You know, Hall, he tried his absolute heart out. He did. He, I cannot fault him, but he just, I didn't think, you know, he ran, ran ragged, but he just didn't have it. Like that physical side to his game, he didn't have, you know, God, it must be so hard for him, you know, as a young lad coming up against all of them. He just, and this is what I mean, like we can't play with, you know, if he's playing the next couple of games, it's a big hole. It's a big hole that we just miss. You know, we do need a proper cam. You know, I'm sure Paul has got a great career ahead of him in football and whatever, but from that performance, he tried his absolute hardest, but it just, he just wasn't up to scratch that game, you know? Mm. So again, it needs to be addressed. It needs to, it absolutely has to be addressed. You know, standout performances though, were definitely George Friend. For me, George Friend was the man of the match. He was fantastic. You know, you haven't the, you haven't touched on the absolute just, pivotal point here. I'm just about to touch on it. I think if we're both on the same page, we on. even saw him in goal at the end of the game with Sarkic going off a with, with a dislocated shoulder. And I was saying this to you last night, wasn't I? I was saying, <sighs> you know, a dislocated shoulder isn't something that you just pop in and then you're good to go. You know, that's. It could be muscle yeah, damage. It could be ligament take, damage he's around gonna have there. To take you know? He's going to be out next game. I it would, could be, I would well, assume. It could be out even longer. There could be rehab yeah, that yeah, needs to happen should. there to, like, you know, re-strengthen the muscles it and the ligaments weeks, around mate. it. So, Probably yeah, enough. exactly, exactly. And we saw Etheridge at Millwall, and again, yeah, I know. those wasn't problems. Great. It wasn't great. Yeah. So you know, again, it's just another another issue, another problem we've got to overcome, another hurdle to jump over. So you know. Yeah, it's not great. It's not great at all. But I guess, you know, the, the the positive is even with the absentees, even with the stuff going on behind the scenes, like I said, I can't say it was a crap performance. It wasn't, right? Against a very, you know, a, they weren't great on the day, but they are a good side. But, you know, the, the areas we've got to improve are glaringly obvious. What we've got to work <laughs> on is glaringly obvious. Yeah. So, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be a long and hard January window. It's gonna be know. a long January, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, look well, at where that puts us at the minute. We're 18th at the moment. Mm. We're you know four points ahead of 19th, which is Hull. But then you look at the two teams above us. You've got Swansea, yeah, who are on 27 points as well, but they're mm. two games in hand. Yeah. You got Luton, who are two points ahead of us in 16th. They've got two games in hand. Mm. We're slowly, slowly falling. If this off. doesn't change, we're slowly ending up at a consistent 17th, 18th again. Mm. Which, uh, you know, the, the, given the next couple of fixtures, I mean, what we've got, we've got Fulham now, which is booked for the 18th. Yep. So that's, so that's in there. What we've got, Preston away. Then you've got Fulham away, and then you're back in Blues against Barnsley. I mean, this whole month, really, you know, you look at those fixtures. I don't know how many points we genuinely will pick up before the yeah, end of January. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, one positive, one positive is we have a week before the next game, which is FA Cup, and I couldn't care less, to be honest, against Pimper yeah, Fargal. He's going to play, Bowie's going to definitely play a lot of the young lads. Joey Belliger will probably get a few minutes in that game you know mm. it's going to be a nothing game really and then we've got Preston you know the following week so you look at it 
there's a lot of time, you know, Bowie keeps using the excuse or has used the excuse of, you know, not enough time before games, blah, blah, blah. And now we've got COVID, you know, you've got a good chunk there of time to hopefully get the squad back up and running fit and hopefully over COVID, you know, that's the only positive I can see. And hopefully we bring in this Mengi, hopefully bring yeah, in a cam a and it's not a deadline. Well. Yeah. And it's not a deadline day deal. You know, this gives us, you know, really two weeks. You got to the 15th really to really bed them in. So I hope there's some real business this next week, early doors. And, you know, we really see the squad coming together and forming. So but that's all wishful thinking, yeah. isn't it? Let's see what happens. Yeah, I mean, it's a somber note to start the year, but... It is. It's not how we want um, it, but this is the reality. It's like, honestly, the way I feel right now, you have to put a stake in the ground. You have to, like, move forward now with a lot of yes. change. Like, yeah, with, this yeah, is yeah. the really the point in the season now where you have to put your foot down and we have to start getting wins. There's no Definitely. denying it. We Definitely. can't be dropping points anymore. No, and then you start falling back from the pack as well. Yeah. And then yeah. the gaps start It doesn't opening. matter our opposition anymore. We no. need to just start getting points. Exactly. Exactly. Still halfway. Well, it's halfway through the season. We can, you know, the season isn't over by any means. But yeah, I mean... The way we are looking at the minute, it's just like yeah, it's you know, bleak, like, mate. It's, it's like word. a yeah, it's like a jigsaw puzzle just being literally just shoved together. You know, this will have to do. You know, this will have to do. You know, it's it's a bit all over the place. But yeah, not to sound too somber. Happy New Year. You know, yeah, yeah. Happy I... New Year, Merry Christmas, and all that. But <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about blues. It's yeah, uh, a it's bleak. Message, it's bleak at say. the minute. But this is football emotions ups and downs joys and sorrows it's like a flip of the switch you know tomorrow we could sign a big name or a player that everyone rates and we could all be up in arms and thinking wow this is it again that promotion bus get it going so you know this part and parcel of being a blues fan as much as you hate it you love it as well so so be it right Plymouth before we end the podcast Plymouth give us me your scoreline prediction phase. oh well in in Not private really I've, been, I've been saying to you that the uh, i don't really want to go along just to see us lose um <laughs> so i have thought that we're going to lose but just for the sake of uh being a blues fan wishful thinking i'm going to say two nil to blues i'm going to say two nil to blues i reckon james gets his first goal Oh damn, Jordan um, doing it for the boys. I am. I think I genuinely that performance he gave on just the last game, just QPR. I think it's gonna give him that much confidence. I think we'll put Plymouth away, and I think he gets a goal. So tune in to next week, episode thirty nine. Uh, we see face, mate. High <laughs> <laughs> face at St Andrews, boys. Yeah, after after a late night of pack openings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if he's there, lads, don't forget to give him stick. Oh, everyone will be giving him stick. Yeah, Come yeah, on. Yeah. Come on. On the whole ground, <laughs> giving him stick. You're saying this if you're not a fan. I love a bit of pie face. So, yeah, but if I see him at St. Andrews, best believe there's all kinds of chants going on. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't know who pie face is, all I will say is YouTube or Google, and you will see. But. That brings us to the end of the episode, episode 38. Again, just want to say a huge shout out to everyone who's supported us so far to this point, yep. coming into We've 2022. 2021 special for us. Massively. Very appreciated. Yeah, massively, massively. 
I cannot say it enough. And I cannot say it in a serious voice without, you know, probably laughing, but I cannot say how much it means to both of us, all the support, just anyone over 2021 who's genuinely even listened to 30 seconds of the podcast. Uh, you know, we appreciate it so much. So, yeah, long may it continue. And, yeah, yeah we're looking forward to 2022 in terms of yeah. the podcast. And so we've got a lot coming. Exactly. A just to harp on that we've got a lot coming we do we really and really do and big 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 aspirations so stay yeah. tuned stay tuned stay we're tuned, bringing definitely. everyone along with us for the ride so yeah again just before we leave check us out on our socials our dms always always open yep catch us on instagram at the tilton two yep and on twitter and facebook at the tilton two until next time we'll be back same time next week after the Plymouth game hopefully we're right on that scoreline prediction yeah but keep it locked same time next week hope to see you there and yeah keep right on keep right on